Unfortunately, a lot of Australians remain ignorant of the history of West Papua, despite the country being so close to our shores. It's probably worthwhile, therefore, spending a bit of time on the historical background. West Papua was a Dutch colony until the 1960s. Then in 1969, the so-called Act of Free Choice took place, leading to decades of Indonesian subjugation and oppression of the West Papuan people. Why was this uh, referendum in 1969, sometimes referred to as the Act of No Choice, so crucial in determining the fate of West Papua up to the present day? What's happened in 1969 is, is unfair, the way that they actually um, mediated the free act of, of uh, the referendum. So basically what happened, they handpicked people and demanded them to, or forcing them to choose to be part of Indonesia. So it was only, they handpicked 1,022 people across West Papua to vote for Indonesia. So whoever vote for West Papua will be shot dead. So basically my people at the gunpoint at the time to vote for Indonesia. So we have no democracy ever since that referendum held in 1969 69 until up to, up to this point that we're still fighting for, for the democracy. So as you've just explained there, Vivince, that uh, referendum, uh, fraudulent referendum really in 1969, set the tragic scene for the history of West Papua as we've seen up to the present day. Explain to our listeners briefly what that history has entailed in terms of Indonesian occupation and oppression of the West Papuan people over the past few decades. Uh, it's basically like to us, it's basically the United Nations just hand, handing over us without, uh, without, without questioning what we West Papuan people want for our faith and in terms of running our own country as a one state independent country uh, at the time. Rather, they actually reformed that act of free choice under New York agreement without involving any West Papuan people opinion on that a- act. And then ever since uh, United Nations and Indonesia, Australia was, <laughs> Australia was the gatekeeper. Uh, at the front of Australian government, as a gatekeeper, mediated the referendum. They know what's going on in West Papua at the time that they handpicked people and forcing people to vote for Indonesia, rather discriminate against our freedom of choice to be part of, to be uh, to be to choose to choose our uh, what we want, which is free West Papua, or to have our own nations as a West Papua, which is the New Guinea, Dutch New Guinea at the time. Now, the people of West Papua have a long and proud history of resisting Indonesian occupation. There have been many phases of struggle over the last 50 years, including a sustained campaign of guerrilla warfare. Explain to our listeners what has happened in the past week. I understand protests have spread across West Papua and indeed in parts of Indonesia after Indonesian police arrested more than 40 Papuan students in a tear gas raid on their accommodation in Surabaya. Students there were also assaulted and the victim of racist attacks by Javanese nationalists. So what uh, the recent event or the current event still happening until as we are speaking right now is that we've been 
we've been marginalized, bullied, and racist again, uh, against ever since Indonesia took over West Papua. So what happened last week that um, the special squad military forces rounded up, rounding up uh, in Surabaya at gunpoint and call West Papua student monkeys, get out of here or we, we will kill you. And that's something that uh, that's something that we are uh, we experience and facing every single day ever since we part of Indonesia ever since we ever since Indonesia occupied or invading our countries. So we're not taking that easy. And then this is, is the turning point on our fighting for freedom. Uh, the, starting to escalate and through this everybody now back home now united against against indonesian government which is we we have enough and then enough is enough and then we mean it this time and then there is no turning back and then we want no apologize no apology but we want them to acknowledge what they've been doing in the last 57 years is wrong because more than 700,000 people already been made it Every single person that they made it is no justice system, uh, no justice system process or going into trial. And then this is wrong. And then the world still denying about the genocide that is really happening in West Papua and in Australia is, is pretending like nothing is happening. And then they ignore what is really happening, whereas they have direct involved, uh, direct involved with Indonesian government in committing genocide in West Papua ever since. Now, we've been saying an additional 1,000 security personnel have been sent by the Indonesian government, led by President Joko Widodo, to West Papua to crush this burgeoning protest movement. Internet access across West Papua has also been shut down by the Indonesian state. Widodo claims the situation has, and I quote, returned to normal. How confident are you this latest wave of protests will continue to grow and gain real political momentum? Well, as I was Papua, we are so disappointed the way that uh, Joko Widodo, the president of Indonesia, is taking, taking, taking care of what his uh, military and joint forces actually insulting our people arrested 43 West Papua students in, in three states, in three provinces in Jaffa. Now they're in the time tortured, bullied, racist against. Not only that, there is film of more people, of our 30 more people arrested in Timika, and then they're about to be tortured. Maybe they've already been tortured in prison. And then on top of that, asking us West Papua to por- forgive Indonesian military, Indonesian military and joint forces and move on from that. No, we can't move on from that. The damage has been done for 50, 57 years. And then now Indonesian president uh, inviting our leaders uh, to talk in open mediation in his office in Jakarta about what is happening. We don't want him to have mediation. We don't want him to have that kind of dialogue. We want free separated from Indonesian government as a one independent nation. And with the, <laughs> with the, with, with what in Jokowi did, he is allowing 
uh, additional military into West Papua. It's not going to solve the problem, but it's making war more worse because more Papuans will be killed, more Papuans will be tortured, suffer to death. You've just talked there about the experience of torture and indeed murder by the Indonesian security forces. So let's take a step back and provide our listeners the opportunity to understand and appreciate just how incredibly brave and determined the protesters are in marching through the streets of West Papua, indeed in expressing any kind of public sentiment in support of independence. Many, many West Papuans uh, have indeed been imprisoned, tortured and murdered by Indonesian forces. Just how dangerous does it continue to be for the people of West Papua to, to rally and march and protest? To be a West Papuan, to live in West Papua itself, whether it's in prison or outside into the community in open field, is a prison to us every single day. Every single day, each West Papuan are facing death at gunpoint. So only because you are black, you have a curly hair, you are typical indigenous West Papuan, and then you will be targeted to murder. Whether this current event is happened or not, and then that's daily, that's daily experience and exp- what is like the expectation of any West Papuan will, would feel. Where is my tent to be taken and killed? And then this is the, not the way that any human being deserves to live in their own home. So we are a refugee, a asylum seeker in our own home. Hmm. And, and then it is very dangerous to be West Papuan in West Papua under Indonesian control. And then as long as we are... Now we are seeing that because of we are uh, because or only because of who we are under Indonesian control, we are not safe. We will be we will be will will be killed at any time when they choose us to be killed. Finally, Vivian, say what can people do here in Perth to not simply learn more about the West Papuan struggle for independence, but to undertake real steps that can provide solidarity to our West Papuan brothers and sisters. So what public Australian can do is write to your local MP, write to your state government, write to federal government, write about what you feel about what is going on in West Papua in your local local uh, newspapers, state newspapers, uh, as, uh, any media that you can you can uh, you can think of or you know of. You write about how you feel about what is going on in West Papua is wrong, and then genocide is just happening in West Papua. And your government actually ignoring and denying uh, genocide is in West Papua while they are training Indonesian military here in Swanbourne, in Perth, Western Australia, to, to train them and then to transfer back to West Papua to killing my people because Australian government make billions of Australian dollars, billions of profit out of my gold mining, our gold mining and oil uh, and oil companies in West Papua, and then that's not fair that Australia is keeping ignoring us for 57 years already now. And I know West pa- uh, Australian people have a big heart and will make stand and stand behind me, behind my people, to to free my people and my my country.